Welcome to Sabi Something Podcast, where we embark on a journey of personal growth and holistic well-being. I am your host, Wolan Kamara, and today we are diving into crafting a personalized career path. Get ready for actionable insights, inspiring conversations, and a roadmap to cultivate a balanced and fulfilling life. So grab your headphones and let's Sabi Something. For today's episode, I have with me here... Samuel Karim is a senior lecturer at uh, Coret College and the coordinator for the degree program of uh, Coret College in McKinney, and also is a lecturer at the Anes Baikuma University of Science and Technology. Chief Samuel Karim, welcome to the show. All right, thank you so much, Mr. Roland Kamara. Thank you for according me this, op- this opportunity so that I could come and share my own experience into this all-important topic of discourse in this podcast. So, listeners, we we want to encourage you to kindly stay tuned as even as we explore and digress into this important topic which has to do with crafting a personalized career path. So, welcome. Okay, thank you very much. And then, this discussion will be fruitful and then awesome at the same time. So, um, you know, most of the time as people, most of us don't have uh, goals. They want to emulate other people, but we don't know what these people are doing. And so today we have Samuel Karim who will share with us his own experience, what he has uh, gone through in life, what what he, he did to reach to this uh, point of his career. Mr. Karim, Please tell uh, listeners, how can individuals align their career path with their personal passions and value for long-term fulfillment? Alright, thank you so much, Mr. Roland Kamara. Um, I want to start by saying that careers are developed out of passion, meaning passion results or give out to a very path and successful career. If you do not have passion for anything, there are possibilities for you not to develop your career. You can only develop a career for a particular thing of which you have immense passion for. The reason why so many people find themselves in the loop and so many people are doing jobs of which they are not finding pleasure from what they are doing is as a result of the fact that what they are doing does not come from they are in its passion. If you want to develop a very good career, the most important thing that you must ensure, try to identify, is your passion. Ask yourself, do I have a passion for this? In my own capacity, I had long ago wished to become an academic. And being an academic at this point in time does not come by surprise. Over the past years, I have been following what other academics have been doing and I've been reading a lot and as well equally assuming my responsibilities because every passion has a responsibility. If you have a passion for something and you don't want to live up to those responsibilities, then you cannot be what you want to become. The greatest footballers we are now seeing on planet, they live up to their responsibility. They earn their responsibilities and equally worked their passion. And as a result, they are where they are now 
because they didn't sit down, watch movies, but they worked it out and they got the kind of results which they envisage. So you are telling us that one of the key things is to identify your passion. Certainly, you have to identify your passion, without which then you cannot develop a very good or successful career. Thank you very much and that is a wonderful one because you know most of the time some of us I want to be this and if you ask young people in Sierra Leone or even in the South region most people don't even know what they want to do in life some get to know or understand what they want to do after you know graduating from a senior school and that that to me will be too late don't you think so yes yeah, certainly well there lies or that is the beginning of the problem nonetheless um, there are a lot of factors that are responsible for that. Um, the parents or the home which those kids are coming from, most often what I have observed in our society, most parents tend to dictate what their kids should become, and that is wrong. So that is why initially I did state there are a whole lot of factors that are responsible. There are certain people, the reason why they are now who they are, not because of their own making, but because of the influence of their parents or their guardian or someone that was watching over them. Their parents or that kind of guardian thought it fits that that particular child could do what they want the child to do without knowing that or without taking into consideration the child's innate ability. So that is why in the modern world or in the western world they do tend to allow the kids to experience and explore their innate ability upon you exploring or discovering your innate ability then that is the beginning of developing a successful career path thank you very much and so uh that is well uh, covered now because uh, i just resonate to that for i know of a young person that um experience dictates his career at the end of the day we don't see him as a successful person because what he's doing is not something that he's passionate about. And then I believe that you thrive in what you are passionate about. If you do something that you are passionate about, you will thrive in it. But if you are forced by your parents or people around you to do it, then certainly we won't see much of a progress in it. So now, in a rapidly changing job market, what strategies can help someone define and shape their unique professional journey? one of the most pivotal strategies which someone has to put into effect is your ability to adapt to change. Every career has its own challenge. Every job has its own challenge. There is never an easy job anywhere in the world. Whether you're a cleaner or a janitor, every day you go to work, you must encounter challenge. So that is why it's important for you to ensure that you adapt yourself to every bit of challenge that comes your way. Again, challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. The reason why there are so many people of which so many of them are not successful or they are not at the peak of their careers is as a result of the fact that they fail to challenge themselves. You cannot do the same thing over and over for quite some time. You need to challenge yourself explore, take a new roadmap, test what have not been ever tested. And by so doing, you get a lot of experience. There are a lot of people that are working in certain institutions. Since they got employed in those institutions, they've decided that they will never quit out of those institutions because 
Um, to them, they don't want to face a new challenge. Complacency is another factor that is impaired in those individuals. There are people in so many institutions whom got employed just with certificates. Because they've gotten employed with certificates, they've taken it into consideration that they could not explore or go beyond the certificate level of qualifications which they've had in the past. There are many of them. And to me, that is a wrong narrative. If you challenge yourself, you desire to move a little further from where you are, then at the end of the day, you, the, you, 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 will, uh, you will make up a very successful career path. You know, it's like one like of the things I noticed is that in Sierra Leone, or even the sub-region, most people want to work. I want a job. You hear them complaining, oh, there are no jobs, there are no jobs. But those that are working now, believe you me, if you ask their employees, they are underperforming. One of the reasons is because you know, they, they don't want to stay adaptable. adaptable yeah. And most of them don't want to improve their skills. Yes. But if you want to really craft, you know, you want to have a better career path, one of the things is you must stay adaptable. Regularly what? Assess your skills and interests and then be open to learn new things. Yes, yeah, certainly. Again, in addition, if you are the kind of employee that is adaptable to change or if you are the kind of employee that wants to explore or add value into what you're doing, no employer will love to miss you or lose you. Definitely. Because they will naturally calculate your value and the input you are bringing within the institution. But if you cannot bring any, any valuable input within your institution, and if you cannot live or adapt to challenges within your institution, then certainly no employer would love to see you around for for the for the long time they rather prefer to bring in someone who has the ability to live up to the challenge and someone who has the willingness the skills to go beyond what they normally do yeah definitely and so for you that are listening now one of the other thing you must do if you want to have a successful career you must be able to stay adaptable because right now the market is changing the demand is changing every every now and then if you we are uh you studied or you read uh, let's say um it and at the end of the day the job requires you to go out and represent the company in public relations my friend go out there and develop new skills in public relations Certainly. you know this is one of the things that is impeding the growth of people yeah, because they don't want to move. They don't want to learn new things. You know, one one other thing quickly. You find out that in Sierra Leone, most principals in, in secondary and junior schools in remote places, it is only now they are coming out to, to you know to add something. That is because most they are quite only coming out for the undergraduate degrees. I know most of the principals or senior teachers out there, especially in the suburbs or in the interior parts of a country. Most of them are just having HTC. They've been complacent over the past. They've not challenged themselves because they're now seeing these younger folks coming from the university having these good degrees and they will not want to be challenged in their offices. Or, or lose their jobs. Because one of yeah. the things is because most of them uh, did this because they, they, they are about to lose their jobs. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> so, so they are not coming for their undergraduate degree, in fact, be, be, because of passion or they felt the need 
of coming for them but they are rushing in at this given time to ensure that they secure their undergraduate degrees because they want to protect their jobs thank you very much in case you just joining uh, this is sabi something podcast in other words know something sabi something means know something in a local dialect school so here we embark on a journey of personal growth and holistic well-being you need to stay tuned so that you can have a roadmap to cultivate a balanced and a fulfilled life. So, with me in the studio, I have Samuel Karim, a senior lecturer at Coret College, and then the Anis by Kuma University of Science and Technology. Samuel Karim, let's go to the other point. How important is self-discovery in crafting a personalized career path? And what steps can individuals take to understand their strengths and preferences? One of the most important guide that one has to one has to implement or think about when we are talking about self discovery you must ensure that you think about your past have a reflection if you are not conscious of where you were you cannot craft or determine where you want the, to go where you want to go so that is why resonating and equally thinking about the past, it's important. You just have to reminisce about your past, learn from your experiences. Then the next important step that you ought to do, you must ensure that you seek feedback from successful people from that specific field. Because there is nothing new on that. Sure. Whatever we do, we must have had someone that has done that before. There has been a blueprint. Good. So you must ensure that you follow their steps, read through their blueprints, and gain organa immense knowledge that will serve as a compass and direct your path into having a very successful career. So you must be able to reflect. Yeah, on your past. On your past. Yeah. What have I done? Is these things that I've done? Do they supplement what I want to achieve in the future? Yeah. No. And equally, when you are reminiscing in your past, you should learn to forgive yourself from whatever mistake that you've heard in the past. One of the key things that is limiting so many people from not achieving whatever they want to achieve in life is because, is because they don't want to forgive themselves because of the kind of mistakes they've done in the past. When you forgive yourself from the kind of mistake that you've drawn in the past, learn from those mistakes, calibrate yourself, sum up courage, that will take you a leap forward and certainly you succeed on your career. If you want to craft a career path, a better one, you must be able to uh, reflect. Self-discovery is very much important yeah. in you know, getting to where you want to go. And then, you know, for me, one of the things that helps me stand out in most cases is because of self uh, I mean I, I tend to reflect on things that I've done is these things uh, the things that I've done do they really you know contribute towards what I want to achieve if not and a change from what I've been doing to something that I know will help me achieve or have a better career so um, as a young person listening I think this, is, this point is something you must note and work on that always reflect it, it helps gather feedback from people have i been doing something right is this thing that i've been doing i mean do you really benefit from it is there any benefit to the society think about it and you'll be able to know where you are to uh, to head next 
Again, Mr. Karim, let me take you through the next question to you help people understand. Are there specific tools or assessment that can aid in identifying one's ideal career path based on skills, interests, and values? Yeah, certainly. There are a wide range of scientific tools which are which are available. If someone wants to, I mean, discover him or herself, we have what we refer to as the strength finder. The strength finder is one of the tools which someone could use to discover your strength and recalibrate yourself. We have another tool which we do normally call in abbreviation MBTI. MBTI is another important tool and I want listeners down there to ensure that they get themselves abreast with the Strength Finder tool and equally the MBTI. When you adopt yourself with the Strength Finder tool and the MBTI, that will help you and take you way forward in actually discovering what you really ought to do or what you are in life. Yes, definitely you must identify your your, your you must identify your weaknesses. It's come it also talks about uh, SWOT analysis. You know, it also works in this regard. Yeah, certainly the SWOT analysis, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. They're important, you know. All of those are important for you know. So I want to encourage our listeners down there to think about adapting themselves to the strength finder mbti and the swot analysis tool these tools are scientific tools but they are equally important and they will help someone in discovering him or herself you know another important thing that people need to know is uh, you know you have to really uh, experiment something experiment your personalized uh, uh, career you know the thing is most of us in Sierra I think Ghana is in place towards this particular point we only focus here on one thing in Sierra Leone I'm a teacher I focus on education I only do one thing and I mean it, it also helps uh, you know lower our success when is our lower our success rate when it comes to pursuing what we are we are pursuing because we only focus on one thing let's say now I've been, for example, me, I've been in the NGO field for a long, long, long time. And one of the things uh, we do is uh, running or implementing projects, you know. So if I am uh, coming from the NGO field and I find myself in any company or any business and these people want to develop a business, believe me, I will be in the, I'm in the best place to make sure that is achieved because of my past experience. So now, what role does experimentation play in crafting a personalized career path? And how can individuals test and iterate on their professional pursuit? Experimentation is very important if someone wants to develop a very good career. The challenge that I have with so many employees or so many individuals at this given time, even the work which they are doing, they don't want to take the challenge. And it's important for you, and it's important for you to take the challenge when you fail to take challenge in life you remain to be where you are forever most of the successful people in 
industries, in businesses, in companies, in many walks of life, the reason why they became successful is as a result of the fact that they experimented. When you experiment on a particular engagement, whether you fail or you succeed, I mean, it's equally important. Failure is equally important as success within the context of experimentation. So many people are afraid of failure during the process of experimentation. Mm. You should not be afraid when you should not be afraid of failure or failing when you're experimenting. I mean, if you fail during the processes of experimentation, you've garnered the experience, you've gained the experience. Those experiences will guide you if you want to take another try on another engagement. So that is why experimentation is important. When someone has the desire, someone has the quest to experiment, that individual certainly will make a breakthrough in any given work or any given engagement he or she finds himself. Let me share with you a short story. Uh, I read this on Facebook, on the net, um, about Mark Zuckerberg. You know what he said? He said that uh, the having the freedom to fail is what builds your success. Certainly. And he mentioned that Facebook is not the first thing he built. He built so many apps, games, and the like, but he was not successful. But he, he learned he learns from his from, experiences. From those failures, yeah. and it's because of those failures that led him to the successful man he is now. Yes. So you, someone should not be afraid. If you want to, if you want to develop a very good career, my listeners, I want to encourage you not to think about. I mean, failure. Do not be afraid. Do not be scared. You must ensure that you sum up a higher level of courage. You brace yourself and and take a try. Take a try. Definitely, when you take a try and an experiment, you will succeed at the end of the day. Certainly, sir. Uh, certainly, sir. And to me, I'm, I'm an example. This is what I used to tell my, my, my colleagues and staff at the office. Do you know why some of us stand out? It's because of we experimented. We, we tried so many things. I am I'm an educationist. I studied education. I am a very powerful social worker because I've been in the social work field for 10 years. And also, in, uh, after studying education at undergraduate level, postgraduate, I tested uh, MBA, Master's in Business Admin. That MBA, I, I, was, I, I did not complete it, but when I applied for a job as an accountant, because of uh, that particular experience, that learning that I've gathered in that short time as a MBA student, I gained advantage over others and I landed the job. My friends, try new things, try other things. Don't focus. I'm no, no, no. I'm, I'm a journalist. I only did journalism. In fact, we have staff. The the, the former uh, MD for Olanke, who is now a board member, he, he studying law, but at the same time, he's practicing journalism, media work. It, it helps him stand out in anything that he's doing. So, if you want to have a better career path try new things gain yeah. new experiences don't don't be afraid just like uh, Samir Karim said don't, don't be afraid to fail yeah. don't be afraid to fail if you are afraid to fail then definitely you will never succeed certainly, certainly. so Mr. Karim now uh, let's uh, reflect on one of the things that we also discussed which is um, passion do you think uh, 
in Sierra Leone, this is something that we follow in Africa. Do you think most people are doing things because of the passion or? All right. Um, I will want to say that in Sierra Leone or in Africa on a broader spectrum, out of 100 percent, uh, it's only 10 percent of our population are, are pushing their careers out of passion. The rest are not pushing their careers out of passion. Some are what they are today out of some other external factors or influences. Just as I did state a few minutes ago, there are a whole lot of multi-sectoral series of factors that are, that are responsible um, when someone has an unsuccessful career. Most of the successful individuals that I've seen or that I've heard about in our society, they become who they are or they become what they are as a result of passion. But for the rest of my, mankind, if you ask them, what really motivated you to becoming or into, into getting to where you are? That individual may tell you that, well, my parents or well, my guardian asked me to do this, and I certainly followed the advice of my of my guardian. So that is why I'm here, which is wrong. But when you look at the Western society, they like to build or identify the innate abilities of their kids. At a lower level, from there on, the sooner they identify your innate ability, then they will create the natural environment for you to explore your innate ability. Upon you exploring your innate ability, then right away, you start developing a successful career path. But in our own society, most of our parents are guardians. They do not want to allow the kids to discover their innate abilities. But if I tell you that they are not finding pleasure in doing the medical services that they are doing, it might interest you. Some may tell you that they become a medical doctor as a result of the influence of their parents or their dad. Some may tell you that they became a lawyer because of the external influence that they had from their parents. Then, you know, so that is why it is important for for kids to be allowed or for someone to be allowed to discover his ability when you discover your ability then certainly that will create a very good platform for you to develop a successful career path you know um i am an academic today because few years down the line i had wanted to truly become an academic so it didn't happen by surprise or by default it's because I worked so hard over the past to becoming who I am today and that is why I'm finding pleasure in doing what I'm doing. Over the past years, um, when I was considering of becoming an academic, what I did was no sooner I completed my undergraduate degree, I had the opportunity to be serving as a research teaching assistant. You know, that opportunity truly nurtured me to become whom I am today. Then after which I went for my postgraduate. You know, upon the completion of my postgraduate, I have now have 
the opportunity, the confidence in me to truly explore the world of academia to the way that I want to in life, to the way that I had envisaged. I have series of publications online. I have published more than 34 research publications and I have heard more than 50 citations in both ResearchGate and Google Scholar. So the reason why I, I, I have heard this kind of results is as a result of the fact that I walked the dream. I walked the vision. I worked so hard to becoming who, um, whom, who I am today. I didn't sit. I never encouraged complacency. I identified my ability. I rode my passion. Then, through the mercy and grace of God, I am whom I am today. So, if you want to have a successful career path, you must ensure that you identify your innate ability. Ride on your passions. Stay focused. Then, at the end of the day, certainly you'll become a successful person in your career. Thank you very much, uh, Chief Samuel Karim. He has been uh, the guest for today's podcast, for today's episode, Crafting a Personalized Career Path. As you've heard from him, follow what he, he follow what he, he followed like walk in his footsteps so you be able to also achieve and be someone of a, a greater caliber this has been your podcast that be something and then i have been your host Roland Kamar. until the next episode tata